This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Who gonna check me, boo? And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld Uh. Happy holiday <laughs> it's like welcome to the longest hardest most fun week of the year it's like are we working are we not yeah Is it over? I, have, I have not been working neither have i've I. been home i've been home this whole week and then today was like the one day i set where i was like okay i'm gonna work i'm gonna like re i'm gonna like prep more stuff so i can like not work over this coming long weekend mm-hmm. um but i have to say waking up this morning to actually do work was a challenge. Yeah, I took this week off. I haven't taken a week off, I think, in over five years. And I didn't realize that we are also off because you guys know I tend to not look at a calendar. So I didn't realize we were off on Friday. We're also off on Monday. And like I could have gone on like a, a, a royal vacation. Yeah, you could be in like Dubai right now. Literally. I was like, oops. <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> we also we didn't get to talk about Caroline Stanbury's wedding in Dubai. I don't know if you talked about that earlier, we did not. but we did not. Oh my god. It looked extravagant. And Alexia also got married this week. She did, yeah. So her wedding was supposed to be back in like August or September, w- more when they were filming the season, and then um tragically her mom passed away. Mm on her wedding day. Um, So I guess they postponed the actual getting married part, which makes sense. Um, I wonder if Gertie still did all the planning. I don't know, but I want her to like plan my life. Right. She's very organized. I need her to just like, I need to wake up every morning with like an email questionnaire from Gertie in my inbox. (laughs) (laughs) I really enjoy her. Is there any other Bravo news that we've, that we've, not mentioned well we have a jersey trailer oh february we about 1st that. You better coming believe. out okay good <laughs> and then we have official beverly hills casting for season 12 yes. featuring every single cast member from season 11 returning including kathy as a friend and then we've got a new housewife Sanella diana jenkins who um seems like an interesting person she posted her first confessional look on instagram and she looks hot um, and then we've and got a friend of Cherie, the friend of Will Smith's ex-wife, I have to mention. And she's friends with Garcelle. So uh, uh, they just throw these at us at all the right times. They really do. Like, because now we're going to talk about it, but it's not going to be for a long time. And then when it comes, it's just going to we're just going to be super excited again. I will say I like when they announce the cast ahead of time like this because so we can I don't stalk have to, them. Well, because then I don't have to waste my time stalking people that are like rumored to maybe be <laughs> filming. But because last season when they were filming Vanderpump Rules, right? I, from our Bravo account, I followed like 
half a dozen of these sir randos that I were hanging out with them because I assumed they were going to be on the show and then none of them were. And I'm like, why have I been like liking X? And like, investing this, my like, time. Yeah. Sir hostess's posts for the last four months when she's going to be in the background of one party we take our follows very fucking i don't have time i don't have time for that no like (laughs) i i only want to see the prime content so if i'm following a bunch of like rando sir employees i'm sorry i don't have time for that in my life well today's a good day because (laughs) we're just gonna be talking about sunshine orange county and miami that's just i love a good mood i love this like double housewives thursday groove that we're in it's it feels like it's a good time to be alive um it's a fabulous time to be alive wait there's one thing that we did not talk about this week that i feel needs to be addressed because we usually talk about below deck on tuesdays and we just it was irrelevant this week however just quit wait i I haven't watched the episode yet. Just so. first two minutes of the episode, she quits and doesn't say her. goodbye to one person, which is a little disrespectful in the sense where, like, you didn't say anything to Captain Lee. But she, it was little very shocking. We didn't see that coming. <laughs> I do. I, again, I haven't seen the episode yet. I'll catch up. But I feel like I support people quitting jobs that make them miserable. And I, it seemed like she was truly miserable. 100%. I, you know, I hope in a p- job like that, that there's like an alternative in place and that th- not everybody's going to be like completely screwed. But, you know, they're only like halfway through the season. So it's not just like stick it out for one more charter. Like, exactly. And it's not like full blame on anyone, but she did get stuck with a shitty manager. And when that happens, it's just not fun for anyone. Yeah, Heather is not looking so good at this point in the season for a few different reasons. But um, mm-hmm. okay, let's talk about OC um, because this was another. I feel like it was I was getting like getting whiplash from this episode, and all yeah. of this Noella stuff has really just changed the dynamic in a very d- drastic way. It, she, <laughs> she um. Something's happening that we're not being told, which I think we've said before, but it was very adamant this episode that something is, there's a detail of her life that we don't know. And the more she talks and the more I see her on screen, the more I'm like, huh, it doesn't seem so out of left field. Right. So we get a little inkling of like, you know, people are kind of like, oh, do we really think that he's like really divorcing her? Did they just have a fight? And it's like, blah, blah, blah. And in the preview for next week, we see there's kind of this chatter about, oh, well, like, maybe something happened in the past, or, like, they weren't always together. Like, it seems like we've sort of been presented at first with this picture of, like, we had the perfect marriage, and we were so in love, and then all of a sudden the rug was pulled. And I believe, I definitely believe that in this instance, like, Noella didn't know this was going to happen. Oh, no. But- it seems like their relationship is a little more complex than she maybe told us at first. But that, okay, the scene where she meets with Nicole. Eek. And she is basically like, it seems like she's on the verge of a nervous breakdown before she even shows up. And she basically like hobbles to the table and is immediately like, we need to drink. And yeah. this just seemed like a spiral of an event that did not 
It wasn't good for either of them. So sh- so last week she did that, which was good. She needed a night out with her friends. She was upset, whatever. She met Heather and Gina out. This week when she did that with Nicole, it was almost like she's just like now. It, was, it didn't seem like the right time or place or the right person, should I say. Nicole seemed embarrassed to be around her by her behavior. Mm-hmm. She kept telling her to get up and leave. I would be embarrassed by Nicole's makeup, to be honest, but that's neither here <laughs> nor there. Her blush lipstick situation is just so intense. <laughs> yeah. Nicole doesn't seem like the per. Like, this week on Housewives, I got to tell you, Chris and I talked about it too, no one really knows how to be there for their friend or support them. They need, like, lessons in it. Like, Nicole was like, um, get up, get up. People are staring. And I was she's like, like keep oh, it together, my God. Keep it together. And like, she's it like, was Noelle is sitting in the chair like, I'm having a breakdown. She was like, can you hug like, me? Nicole's like, keep it together, sweetie. Keep it together. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And she's like, I'm literally like melting into this chair right now. I'm not just going to like get up and go. And we did see in the, fl- they didn't really, it, they made it seem pretty quick. But then in the flashback later in the episode, they're mm-hmm. showing them having like drinks after drinks after drinks. Yes. So clearly Noella was drunk, which yes. I think is also another part of it that it's like, also we've acceptable, all been in that, by the way. We right. We've we've all been in that situation where you're you're a lot more sober than your friend, and it's like, okay, like time to go home, let's go. But normally it's just because they're being a drunk mess and not because they're like having an emotional breakdown. And it no like I Noella said, you know, like I need friends that are like really gonna be like by my side there for me. And, you know, maybe Nicole's not that person. And I it's kind of funny because Nicole obviously is not a housewife. She's just a mm-hmm. friend of, but this in these four episodes, we've seen her really like ingrained in the group. Like she is, uh, she's supposedly really good friends with Heather. She's hanging out with Noella. She's talking to Shannon, like all of this, all of, she really knows everyone it seems like, but clearly, you know, something doesn't click for her to fully be part of the group. Yeah. I, that seemed very random to me, to be honest. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. why that was the person that she met with, why Noella met with Nicole, but I think it adds more <laughs> to exactly what we want and what to talk about. But yeah. I agree with you in the sense where it's not like they were like out to lunch and they just got like too drunk, like, and they weren't even at like a bottomless brunch. like Nicole wasn't even like let's go to the bathroom like she was like let's leave like I don't want to be here there's people like staring and I was like damn that's not there's a lot of people around yeah I feel like we've all had that moment where you're at somebody's wedding and you're looking around the food the venue the music the overall vibe and you're making like that mental checklist of if I were planning a wedding right now maybe you are maybe you aren't what would I want to copy from this what would I want to change what would I want to tweak well I've been a part of my fair share of weddings over the years and I know just how stressful the process can be you go from that newly engaged bliss to overwhelmed by invitation paper and flower colors in the blink of an eye but using Zola helps with wedding planning from start to finish and makes every decision easier so you can stay in your bliss. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake, Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and even maybe enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Zola helps couples plan the wedding they really want with tons of unique features and personalized recommendations based on a couple's preferences 
because every Zola wedding is as unique as the couple planning it. They've thought of everything you'll need and have built every tool to get you to I do, including customized checklists to get you moving, keep you on track, and prepare you for what's next. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A dot com. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honey Love's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at Honey honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. Well, I was going to talk about the scene with Noella and her mom, which I thought was really intriguing. Because it seems like, so Noella's mom, she says, was super close with James. And, you know, that she was kind of skeptical at the beginning, but then had really come to, you know, love him as a son. And they both seem to be kind of like, you know, they're like shell-shocked by this divorce thing. And like they as a team don't know what to do, what's going to happen. But I kind of, I want to know how you felt about Noella's mom basically telling her, I think he's gone. I don't think he's coming back. While Noella is still kind of like, no, like he's going to snap out of it. I need to talk to him. I need to find him. Do you think her mom's sort of like tough love was helpful in that moment? Or was she being a little harsh? I think her mom is, from what they even said, way too involved in their relationship. And Uh that was a problem, it seems. The fact that she didn't want to meet, when Noella said she didn't want to meet mm-hmm. him for the first year of them dating, that's a red flag. That is something, there's information there that we don't know. We don't need to know, but that's what you gave us and whatever. And then the fact that she got, she even said that she was like heavily involved in their fights and would like text you. That is not for you. Like you're not right. in, it's I not think- the, a relationship between the three of you. So I think, again, right. like that, she was involved in more than she should have, including this conversation. Well, no, not this conversation. It's her mom. She's entitled. She needs to discuss those things with her. But yeah, for you to just be like, he's not coming back. Um, What do you like? That's not for you to say. She's like, our, <laughs> our James is gone. It's like. Uh, Very okay. weird. Weird dynamic there. Okay. Would you rather. Oh, boy. If you started dating someone new, would you rather them not be willing to meet your parents for a year or them not be willing to sleep with you for four months? Oh, God, Adriana. Because Ad- um, that's Adriana's rule. Not sleep with me for four months because that would mean, because not meeting my parents for a year is just disrespectful. It's like flaky and, and like, and yeah. Me, not sleeping with me for a year means, uh, are we exclusively dating? Could I sleep with other people? <laughs> oh. See, I think I would choose 
not meeting the parents simply because simply because I don't live where my parents live, so it wouldn't be that difficult mm. to make it a year without There's meeting FaceTime. them. I guess that's yeah, just FaceTime. I don't know. I'm not a big FaceTime person, so I wouldn't be like, you know, I'm not constantly going to be like, here's the f- here's my mom on the right. phone. Like I don't know. We'll see. I uh, I'll let you know. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I. I do. I'm. I am happy for Shane passing the bar, and I. I did enjoy their double date, Emily and Gina's double dates with, um, Shane and Travis. I feel like this season more than in the past, Emily and Shane's relationship dynamic kind of makes sense to me. And I think sometimes in the past it came across very much like Shane was sort of treating her like crap, and maybe sometimes he sort of was. But I. I think also this season for whatever reason i can visualize like this is just their dynamic and it works for them yes agreed i can't name someone on this planet who would like a party for them less in the world than shane oh my God. And, and emily knows that <laughs> it was so cringe to watch but to be honest you kind of see where he gets it from like the, you saw on the side, like Gina saying hi to his his dad, and like his mm-hmm. sister was like, but like they they just like are all they all seem similar. We've met his like his mom. I love how Emily was like, this party is for us. And <laughs> like, she's like, the, it's the, for me. It's for Perry. It's a little bit for Shane. I mean, he was so down on himself. He was like, well, I'm the dumbest person in the world. Terry was like, wait, what? Okay, I did. I'm like Shane. I, I was losing it when they when they went to the dinner earlier in the episode, and Emily's like, I haven't eaten all day. I've only had, like, a granola bar. And Shane's like, I literally got you a foot-long sandwich from Subway. Because <laughs> that will totally be me. I'm like, yes. it, uh, it'll be like it'll be like 2 p.m., and I'm like, I haven't eaten anything all day. And then I'm like, I literally ate, like, pretzels for breakfast. Well, it's true, because she was like, well, that was at noon. <laughs> so she didn't eat anything from noon until dinner. Like, I get it. It makes, right. it makes sense. But... Um, Okay, so Heather goes to... So Emily's having her party. Everyone attends. I do like that we're getting these full cast events. It feels like everyone is really, like, showing up, which I always enjoy. Um, But so Heather and Nicole travel together to the party. Mm-hmm. And I thought this was... We were already talking about how Nicole didn't handle the Noella stuff super well. I thought it was really messy of her to tell Heather that Nicole that Noella called her a fake bitch and she's like preface prefacing it I don't even think she would remember I don't even know what she was saying and it's like then just don't repeat it obviously Noella was really going through it messy (laughs) right like Noella was truly truly going through it on that day when she said that and whether or not she means it it's like her saying it in that situation shouldn't be used against her. And so it was kind of like, I mean, Heather obviously was confused because she felt like she had had, you know, a good little moment with Noella mm-hmm. before. And watching Nicole do that, it's like, why Why is it your response? Like, are you trying to get screen time? Do you, do you just not realize how it comes across? But it's like, Noella is like, you know, crumpled up in a ball in the corner and you're like, oh, by the way, she said you're a bitch. Like, she doesn't need that right now. They even replayed it and you can even see in the context, she wasn't like 
oh my god, Heather, such a she, it was rolling off of her tongue, like in like the way she was just talking, yeah. like the way anyone like you know it would be like, oh, she's so annoying, like that. But you wouldn't be like, well, you're so annoying. And was, to be honest, that even that all comes back to Shannon Bedore because Noella and Shannon are friends, and so since the Debros party, Noella's been hearing Shannon in her ear talking about how Heather is a fake bitch, and. You know, it, it all boils down really still to Shannon's issues with Heather and vice versa. And Shannon, <laughs> clock is ticking for your oh safety. My <laughs> oh, my God. So, I mean, immediately at the party, Emily and Gina are still upset with her telling Heather that they can't be trusted, which I sort of see both sides of that. I think it was a shitty thing for Shannon to say to Heather, but I also understand why Shannon Absolutely. has trust issues. Yeah. But it's like, you don't need to tell the person that they just met that. Right. The problem with these women is they tell them exactly th- this whole time. We were even just talking about it. They they tell people their personal feelings on these women, mm-hmm. and they don't give them a chance to meet them themselves and get their own opinion. Like, you've ever met someone, you're like, I'm going to let you figure it out on your own. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to yeah. tell you how I feel about this person. And then if we agree at the end, then it's fine. But, like, you, these people have these opinions already. And it's affecting other friendships. But holy shit, this wor- word in this group travels so fast and it's amazing to watch. <laughs> it, like I do. So it's funny because since we saw those texts between Shannon and Heather on the last oh episode, God. Heather they had really to replay was, it again. Like, seriously? I know we got Shannon reading it to Noella. Um, but so Heather really had pretty much shut down Shannon trying to talk to her. And finally, you know, she kind of tries to do the same thing at Emily's party. She's like, no, no, Shannon, we're not doing this here. Like, we can do that sometime else, which is clear that she just doesn't want to do it. Right. But finally, <laughs> they get Emily to, like, find them a private area to sit down for this chat, which I did. It's funny because it's like Heather is really smart in the way she goes about this because she's, like, notifying Emily that this conversation is about to go down, but she's also, like, winning herself some points because she's like, I would never want to ruin your party. Where would it be appropriate for us? Whereas Shannon's just like, Heather, Heather! She's hilarious. Heather was, that's exactly, Heather was so strategic this episode where she was like, first of all, Shannon, it was not a good look where she like, followed Heather away and stood behind her and like waited for her to notice her. Like I was like, Shannon, not right now. And she was like, the way Heather was like asking Emily and then she was like, will you come show me? Cause I love how these houses, Emily's like, there's a courtyard when you go into the left. I was like, like huh? <laughs> what are we at Starbucks? Like, <laughs> it's like, you're already in the backyard. How is there like a separate area? That's not the backyard. I can't, but Heather. And then also my favorite part, was when the champagne popped and she goes up oh. my favorite sound and she was like oh i can hear that anywhere and she's just like refusing to turn around because she knows heather uh shannon like arrived at the party yeah <laughs> Sh- i mean we've i mean it feels like we have the same conversation about shannon every week but it's just tough to watch her in this position because she doesn't know kind of what to do with herself and you know she has noella and she you know that's kind of still about it. But she sits down with Heather and she kind of says her piece. And I think it's a little hilarious for Shannon to claim that she's not a gossip. Um, because let's face it, everyone on these shows <laughs> likes to gossip. Also, like, you are. Yeah. And I think Heather 
she clearly has decided that she is not in the mood to fuck with Shannon this season. And I think, you know, I think she, her reasons for that are valid. I do think she could have just as easily gone the other way and said, I'm giving you one more chance. Don't fuck it up again. Whereas she's basically saying you have no more chances. Don't fuck it up again. Um, And I think, you know, so it does kind of suck for Shannon that Heather has basically decided she's not going to work with her. But, you know, it just honestly, like, this is devastating for Shannon. Watching Heather sort of annihilate her in this way and not threaten, but promise her. Annihilate um, is the perfect word. When Heather goes, sat there nicely and goes, my turn, because she knew exactly what she was going to say. And then she was yeah. like, if you come for me or my family. And she said it like a whisper. If you, you will ever- lose a lot more than just a friendship. She goes, it'll cost you a lot more. And I was like, It will oh cost my- a lot more. Honestly, that just go that she was using money as power right there. And I was like, holy yeah. fuck, I would have shit. I mean, Shannon probably didn't get up because she shit in her white dress on the couch. <laughs> she, yeah, Shannon's going to have to sell a lot of those lemon tinctures if she's going to pay for a Dubro lawsuit. What is that? I, I can't. Did- <laughs> I did like that we got we got to see a little bit of Stella like on her own this episode. She seems like a normal person, which I appreciate. First of all, she's beautiful, and I almost it just it show it. Sorry, it shows that she seems the most comfortable. Like I feel like maybe Adeline mm-hmm. doesn't want to be on camera or something because I feel like they would both if they did. I don't think I don't think either of the twins have had like a solo confessional before. I know we've seen. Um, Sophie in the confessional chair, but I think the twins have only shown up like with Shannon. So yeah. it's kind of fun. I feel like we're also, I don't think we're going to hear that much information other than what they're just like randomly like spewing. But this with da- whole thing with David like does not seem comfortable or like I don't, good. Yeah. I don't know that much about like d- divorce settlements, but it seems messed up that he's not paying for college or helping with that. Yeah, I don't e- I don't even know if he's even in their lives right now. Yeah, it was I did think it was cool to get a glimpse of not cool, I guess, but <laughs> because in the past when David was kind of like, "Girls, I don't want you to be mad at me." and they were younger, they're like, "Of course we're not mad at you, daddy," but like it definitely seems like Stella has some some kind of negative feelings toward her dad for how they've how he's kind of left Shannon to handle everything and you know it's it's cool to see I like as much as I don't always love Shannon it does seem like she was put in a really bad position by David um so it's Uh, like the twins also looked like they were 11 in that scene which was a long time ago I know Shannon's been on the show for kind of a long time. I'm like, no, I mean, yeah. for those type of situations, like they were, of course, like she's going to be like, I love you, dad. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's not like she's a right. You don't adult, really adult necessarily right under the di- understand the dynamics of like daddy is being really shitty to mommy. And that and it's not just like they're not in love anymore. It's like, oh, he's leaving the family. Splash refreshers are the delicious zero calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. 
Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Shall we talk about Miami? We shall because it's really good. Like I know. So we've, we've had three episodes so far and I have to say... I am loving this cast and how how many people there are, which creates so many different dynamics. And it feels like people are genuinely friends with each other. Um, and it and there's a lot going on, like even just all of the stuff with Alexia alone. Like it feels like they brought this show back, like when it actually made sense, and not just because they wanted a new show. It totally. I also like. Larsa is, <laughs> it's, I don't even know what to say. I mean, she, we need to get this just like out of the way, like the OnlyFans situation, because when the fact that she plugged last week, like the Kardashians, and this week she saw that other celebrities were using OnlyFans, and the other celebrities they showed were Black China, Ray J, Tyga. I'm like, really? Can you separate yourself like at all? But I don't know if that was productive. I think it's like I mean, partially listen, like the was- editors are do are like winking at it because she's obviously not like she's not saying like I saw that my ex best friend's brother's ex was on OnlyFans, but I I liked that we got a little more OnlyFans talk at the beginning and then she kind of moved on because the first yes. episode was too much OnlyFans. Um <laughs> Her, I'm like, is this going to be I'm interested it? to see what happens with her house journey, though, because um, it's, I mean, good for her that she didn't have a prenup with Scotty. So she is winks at the camera. She'll be fine. Um, <laughs> I mean, whatever. I'm happy. I never like to see people like really super struggling because they got a divorce. So she I'm knows happy she's going to be fine. She was always going to be fine. She's like not upset in the slightest. I mean, I think she's upset, like she said, because it's like the house, you know, they built the and family her, and her yeah. kids grew up. But like she needs to. Yeah, she needs to live. She needs to get out. And, and like she she life. clearly doesn't give a shit whether the house sells for 12 or 14 million. She's like, yes, OK, whatever, whatever you say. Right. Because she's going to um, be hand- <laughs> handed half of whatever that is right like i would take half of anything that ends in a million i'm sorry but when they looked at that living room and he was like this is dated i was like what is that decor for a one-bedroom apartment in new york city what is that (laughs) i couldn't believe my eyes at that couch it was so sad and small and ugly scotty pippen cannot fit on that couch i can promise you that he's not sitting there 
Because I think of, like, you know, in Teresa's house, how they don't have, like, enough furniture to fill those massive spaces. Or in, like, Jen Aiden's house. But this is, like, that looks like it's a, that looks like it's a couch from, like... A waiting room. Wayfair. Like, that looks like my couch. Like, yeah. my couch looks nicer than that. Um. <laughs> it was, it's a lot, but he's giving good advice. So hopefully it sells and no more pool parties in that backyard because I can't take that. Anymore. I know. I'm like, Larsa, if you're trying to sell the house, don't be hosting events there. Um, <laughs> uh, Alexia's wedding planning, I will say, is stressing me out. She seems... It, it's because she thinks she's meeting with Gertie every time. She doesn't know Gertie's like um, plan, and Gertie's meeting with her to discuss wedding planning over drinks, and Alexia thinks they're just like meeting for drinks every time and not talking about wedding planning, and Gertie's like, I need you to answer a question. <laughs> It's funny, though, because clearly the producers have guided these conversations because every time Gertie talks about the wedding, she's like, okay, so we have to figure out the venue and also who's walking you down the aisle. <laughs> and it's like, it's like I don't think in the grand scheme of wedding planning that that is actually a major concern, but clearly it's a source of stress for Alexia. And I was glad to get more information about what's going on with uh, Todd and Peter because that was kind of vague at first. Yeah. For sure. I I do have one question, though. Alexia just got married in St. Bart's. Was that where her original wedding was? Do you know? I don't think so. Okay. I was was wondering. I was like, wait. My guess is when they had to postpone, they were probably going to do a bigger thing in Miami. And then they kind of planned like probably a smaller thing. And if it's in St. Bart's, yeah. Okay, that was just irrelevant information that I needed to know. But also, yeah, this, people, it's like a thing to go to St. Bart's for Christmas. So, yeah, yeah, totally. Um, the information she was kind of telling us slowly about Todd and Peter, I was like, damn, is she really not going to tell us like what happened? Like, is it actually that too personal or right? whatever? But then she like kind of gave us a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. And then she finally like said what he said, which there's probably more that he said anyway. But, Peter's mm-hmm. always been, I feel like Alexia is very protective over her kids. I don't really know who isn't, but I feel like she just has a different relationship with them. Yeah. And like they're her work, you know, she even said she's been in in the middle. Like no one's ever going to come between her and her kid. Obviously, her and Todd got married. So <laughs> I don't know if they I know. made up, but I know. I was like, she's definitely not going to spoil whether or not he walks her down the aisle. But um, I do think it's hard when you have adult kids and you know you're dating or in a you know kind of in that phase of your life because it's not like you know I'm not rely I mean I like I've sort of been in this situation like my parents got divorced when I was in college and so I have like experience with being an adult while my parents are like having their own personal lives Mm -hmm. and it is like a little weird because it's like I'm not around all the time I don't really rely on them for like you know, they're not, like, making, you know, helping me live every day. And so it's like, I mean, yeah, it's your life. You can do what you want. But also, like, I want to make sure that things are, you know, going well for you and that you're in a good situation. And so I do, I feel like I can identify with Peter's feelings about all of this, and especially if it feels like it happened quickly and all of that. And, like, I, but I also totally feel for Alexia that it's a really delicate balance. And, you know, I'm, I'm curious because we haven't really, we don't really know, like, 
has Todd apologized to Peter for the things that he said that day? Because it almost feels the way Alexia is describing it, like they're kind of, neither of them will talk to each other. And I feel like it should sort of be Todd's job in that position. If he loves Alexia and and knows that this is an issue for her, he should be the one making the effort to say to Peter, you know, I'm so sorry for all the things I said that day. It was a stressful situation. I was worried about Frankie. You know, I didn't react appropriately. And, you know, I love your mom. And it's important to me that you and I can get on a good page. And we we don't for sure know. But based on the way Alexia is talking about it, it doesn't seem like that has happened. Yeah. I mean... I also feel like it's not in real time based on what we know right now. So Right. Alexia has quite the quite the personal drama. Listening to Marisol like narrate this is hilarious. And Marisol keeps reiterating that like Alexia's like, life every time is I see a Alexia is something that would only be out of a movie. It I, really is. I can't remember, which is bad because I just watched recently. Was Marisol like this funny of a narrator in the original seasons? Because she, I think she is hilarious. She's definitely funnier and more outgoing now, but she was always like that in the beginning. Yeah. Like she was like that friend, like, you know, she was like the one, the one liner, the person people like, like came to. Now that she's like a little older, she's not, she doesn't have like a man that she's like hanging on. Like she seems a little bit more like she doesn't give a fuck. And I think that is really fun energy from her that she's kind of just like, mm-hmm. She's the one telling it like it is in the confessional and she'll talk she'll comment on like whoever's thing. Also, um I loved seeing the little montage that they showed of like all of the women in their confessionals talking about how happy Todd and Alexia are yes. together because that's the kind of thing where it's like I mean, we haven't seen these people in 8 years, lots has happened. If Alexia tells us that Todd is the perfect man, we're like if you say so, but right. it really seems like all of her friends sense that too and are happy that she has found her person. Right, because we all know these women and they would not say that <laughs> if it wasn't the truth. But also, exactly. every time Alexia like says something, Marisol's always right next to her and she goes, you didn't tell me that. <laughs> She's like, well, I didn't tell anybody. I was like, you didn't tell, I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know that he was in the, oh my God, Alexia. Okay. We need to discuss the biggest part of Alexia's life right now. Not getting married, but the fact that Herman was allegedly with his lover and Alexia did Mm -hmm. not know. But then Alexia told us this episode that her dad also was also gay, was in this situation. It's, it's, it's. I know. And I it's know, I mean it's the kind of thing where it's like I know people that have been in that situation too. It's not like oh that never happens, but like it's it, it's it is like definitely an interesting dynamic that that happened with her father and then right. sort of that mirrored what ended up happening with Herman and I I personally like I'm glad that she is seeking out this guy that knew Herman to sort of get some closure because it feels like, I mean, it sounds super like scandalous and dramatic that it's like, oh, she's meeting with her dead husband's gay lover. But like, it seems like she really just wants to kind of know that side of him a little more. And she's like, I love this man, you know, kind of no matter what. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this could help me feel closer to him in a way. 
And based on the preview, it seems like they have a really good conversation because she says they talked for four hours. I mean, that doesn't seem like a type of conversation that would last a few minutes. It's something like serious. And she had her questions that she wanted to know, basically, was he happy? Like, did he love her? You know, yeah, those types of things. But rewind a little bit at that at Nicole's sushi dinner when Adriana decides to like announce this to the entire table, which was one of the most inappropriate things I've ever heard on Housewives. Yeah. Adriana's like, well, I heard he died while he was like making love to a man, like in the, in the process. A man. Yeah. When Alexia's response was amazing. You know what? If mm-hmm. that's the case, I hope that's how I die too. And like, she good is for her because she could have exploded. Yeah, Alexia is such a class act because that could have gone so many worse ways and she really deflected it so well. Um, what is with Adriana this season? Like, is she, what is happening over there? Yeah, Adriana seems like she kind of is in just the mood to be chaotic. And so she arranges this um, solo show for Julia's wife, Martina's art, which I thought was cool. I mean, I'm a tennis fan. So like to have like a piece of clay that she stepped on in my house, I would definitely go for that. Um, Maybe with a lower price tag. But Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) but. She so she has this weird kind of like flirtation with Julia, but it's clear that it doesn't really go anywhere. You know, it's just like I a, don't know. Well, according to Julia, it's right. just a flirtation. She's not in an open relationship, whatever. But Adriana brings two different dates to this art show where, she, mind you, she's like working at this event, <laughs> and she has first this one guy that she's seeing and then he like goes to pick up his car from the valet and another guy shows up and Julia is not very happy with this because she's like, I know we're just friends, but like, why wouldn't you tell me that there's like a man in your life at all? Um, but honestly, she's basing like, it on them being best friends. She's like, if I'm your best right. friend, why wouldn't you tell me this? But, but I, weird. I don't even necessarily it's, we don't know, but it's, I don't feel like, Adriana is really into either of these guys that much. It's more just like she's in this weird, like, you know, you, you know, that way you have that friend who like gets out of a relationship that they were in for a long time and then they just like start bringing around guys or like a rebound. They just are are always talking to someone new and it's like, okay, like I know, I know you're not going to marry any of these guys, but like I don't necessarily want to just like meet your random like date of the week. Oh, yeah, she just had arm candy there. I don't know why she necessarily chose to bring both up to the same event. Like, there there wasn't, like, a need for that. Like, it was very... But that was funny, because it's different floors. Like, she was trying to keep them on different floors. So it's three floors of art. I'll keep them apart. But she... The second guy, you could almost... She wasn't using their names towards the end. She's like, this is my date, because you could tell she didn't want to, like, mix them up. I know. <laughs> oh. Oh, my God. But... For someone who talks so much shit about Larsa, she looks a lot like her in her confessional. I have I to be honest. Yeah, I will. Like, I think Larsa has maybe had the most drastic transformations in terms of like her body and whatever. But like, Adriana's these, not too far behind. All of these women have had work done, and I would say Adriana's face looks maybe more different than Larsa's. I don't know. I mean, whatever. And I don't oh, actually, care. Oh, Lisa's up there, too. Lisa's up there. Well, yeah. But I feel like Lisa has always kind of had that look to her. Well, we didn't talk about her this episode at all. Well, I mean, she... 
I feel like Lisa, did, she didn't have too much drama this episode. No. It was just like she talked more about her um, sort of rough patch with Lenny before they had kids. Um, I like the blooming friendship between her and Nicole. Yes, I like it's her friendship cute. with Nicole. Their play date was really cute. Their kids are adorable. Um, but with Lisa, I I can't remember who was saying it on one of these episodes, but that she obviously has a very, like, you know, when you see her, it's like, wow, she really has, like, a great look. But then it's like, there is a lot more to her and right. that you wouldn't necessarily know it from scrolling her Instagram and that she... She seems like a really good friend and a really, you know, loving mother and wife and all of this stuff. Um, And I like seeing her in that element because on the show before, we never got to see her with the kids. Like, we knew she wanted them, but it hadn't happened yet. So, yeah, um, it just, yeah, it makes me happy. Happy, happy. Happy, happy. Being housewife in Miami. I know, like, I want to join. (laughs) I know, I was like, only Housewives of Miami, two gorgeous houses with pools, would have a play date at the SLS. I was like, oh. Oh my god, yeah, it's like, why are you bringing your kid to, like, the day club? (laughs) Uh, It's fine, whatever. Uh, I'm loving Miami, though, I'm glad glad it's back. I want to know how many episodes there are, because I'm scared it's going to be over too soon. Um, We'll see. I can imagine that, but wait, so... You know, I always love bringing non-Bravo news into the world, so I have sure. breaking news that that came in during recording okay. regarding Wheel of Fortune, and I don't know who oh or if you watched last night, but... No, I never watched Wheel of Fortune. Oh my God, it's so good. There was drama because in the final rounds, the contestant got it, but she paused too long on the puzzle, and they like didn't give it to her. And the Twitter world and universe went berserk, and they are giving her the prize today. They told, they announced. Wow, you heard it here first. <laughs> yeah, you but did. maybe not. But maybe because I don't. I'm happy for her. I guess you should be. Pat and you know Pat and Vanna make mistakes too. So as do we all it's fine as, as do we all oh my gosh this was fun though i'm glad we got to chat about housewives because it's been a minute um <laughs> don't thanks for listening uh don't forget to rate review follow the show uh have a very merry christmas if you celebrate we'll be back next week and just be cool don't be all like uncool mention it all is produced by sean kilby and jorge morales pico Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a Wildberry Splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.